welcome, welcome, welcome to Planning Phase Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining us tonight. We have an amazing show planned for you all. Uh, it is effing excitement weekend, and it's not just because it's my birthday, and I got to play X-Wing, uh, a little bit different form of X-Wing, but I did get to play some X-Wing this weekend. Um, so I had a really good weekend uh, with the family and everything like that, but that's not the only reason I'm excited for tonight. Tonight, the Emperor... Does he eat Ewoks? I don't know. We're going to come on and find out. We're going to be talking a lot about the rest of the points changes that we had, as well as a discussion about all of the new Star Wars content lined up. And I'll be honest with you, I'm a lot more excited about that than I am about the points. And I apologize, but I am just very excited with all the new Star Wars content uh, that is coming out for the next year. With that being said, let me bring in my co-host for tonight. Welcome to the show, Mr. JJ. Welcome to the show, Mr. Charles. And JJ, you could take that hat off at any time. I'm glad you got a new hat, but it still looks like trash. Just saying. Okay. I like to clarify one thing. It's the same hat. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. He just turned it around. Plot right. twist. <laughs> still looks like trash. Looks In like other trash. words, the front side is the episode seven you know my episode four so fair enough i'll just have to mute you on and off wait uh, wait whoa my... whoa the front side is episode seven. it's just episode four but different yes exactly <laughs> <laughs> precisely oh, yes you're killing me all right well i'm i had a pretty good weekend um i got to watch some of the celebration live i have not gone back and watched all of today's stuff so i clipped some previews but we're not we're like some of it will be very new so if either of you actually got to watch today's um stream you will probably have to help lead me down that that path for some of the stuff today but i was very excited i was able to on friday after we did dinner and and played we've actually got to play mansions of madness for my birthday um Dang. and that was fun and my wife got me like a black razzle cake which is like a blackberry and raspberry pie not a cake sorry a pie um, so we had that, and I'm actually kind of got me a that cake, but it was a pie. It was a pie. Well, I don't eat cake. I don't like cake. I think cake's ridiculously. What is wrong with you? Disgusting. It, I don't know. It's the episode seven to his cakes episode four. That's what no, that's. The I think it's the Phantom Menace episode. Yeah, that's kind of how I see it. For the record, really quick, just just to to branch off of yours. So, a few days ago, I decided that I was going to start watching Kenobi, and. Uh, my girlfriend confided in me that she had never watched Star Wars. What? Any of them. <laughs> How are you? Are and, you still together? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I'm not Crazy. giving up on her because she has bad taste. I mean, I mean, she's with me. That's proof she has bad taste. But that being said, um, I started her at episode one. And a few minutes in, she asked me to pause it. And explain to her why people hated episode one so much. And so I paused it and I did so. And then about 30 minutes into the movie, when they were in like the Gungan Palace talking to Boss Nass and Jar Jar's <laughs> running his damn mouth, she looks over at me and she goes, I understand why people hate this movie. This is terrible. <laughs> so we got before we before we cashed it in for the night, uh, we made it just past the pod racing scene. Okay. Um, cool. And the reveal. Uh, well, 
a little bit farther than the Padres you've seen, the reveal of Maul, like when he attacks Qui-Gon in the desert. Like that, we got through that scene and then we stopped it there. So, okay, because that's like the best part of that movie. It's after that part, like right there. That's yep. It. So, we'd so, stop because yeah. it was like 10 o'clock last night. We were both yeah. wasted, tired. So, I, we went to sleep. We're probably going to finish it tomorrow, I'm hoping, because it's Memorial Day. We got nothing planned. Uh, yeah. And then maybe break her into episode two. Yeah, I, I think for crazy. me, the. The uh, the pod racing scene on is probably like the better part of episode one, where it's actually decent, despite some of the dialogue. But yeah, yeah. Well, that's crazy. I did not know that. That's I mean, I can understand not seeing some of the newer ones, but even those older ones. I mean, unless your girlfriend is that much younger than you. Um, She's a year older than I. Oh, OK. That didn't I understand none of that. I mean, when I was a kid, we went we went and saw all the remakes um, not the remakes, but the remastered versions in the movie theater when they came out. And then we went and saw all the new ones when they came out in the movie theater. So I think that it's, I think it's just, it's a matter of like, and I don't want to say culture cause I don't want it to be a bad thing. Right. But like, it's one of those things where it's like, she was raised in a very intellectual like household. Like her father was a uh, neurosurgeon and her mother is like, super they're like both ridiculously smart and so they focused more on uh other things i will say that she was the reason we went to see the murphys the dropkick murphys so she's got great taste in music um but some people like she likes star trek she's just never watched star wars so hmm. i'm bringing her over from that crap bag of a show and oh, movie series. oh no I don't love, even oh I love star, star trek is trek. terrible Star no, Trek I is terrible. I, I'll stay I neutral because I, I haven't really seen Star Trek. Other okay, than so I'm just going to let you know, the last yeah. country to stay neutral stopped doing so about a month ago. So I don't think that's a good place for you to be, JJ. <laughs> just saying. Uh, no, I'll say all I've seen is just the movies, which I enjoy because, again, J.J. Abrams, you know, they're newer movies. But... <laughs> I'm like, wait, J.J. Abrams had nothing to do with the original movies. Those are no, no, terrible. The newer, the newer movies. Horrible. The newer movies, I said. The newer ones. Anyway, um, so good. So so sounds like you had somewhat of an eventful weekend. Uh, JJ got to probably watch more of the streams than we did, unfortunately. Um, I, I I will politely disagree because I don't want to get into a Star Trek like discussion and that will monopolize the whole show. But we grew up watching kind of both of them. My father was more of a Star Trek fan than a Star Wars fan. Um, but my uncle was on the opposite side. I mean, and, and you got to think when you're a kid, right? Like I'm trying to think of how old we were when they remastered those, and they and came the record, back out. Attack Wing sucks. If you've ever tried to play Star Trek Attack Wing in comparison to X Wing, oh it, yeah, like, I agree. With it's you. fucking terrible. And don't fucking waste your money. Kids. Don't, yeah, waste don't your even money. don't do it. They did have better OP support for a while, but it doesn't matter. It was horrible. <laughs> those ships are ugly as fuck too. They're not even well designed ships like except to put on the board, for, except for one, and that's the Bird of Prey. The the Rom is it the Romulan bird of yep. prey? Yeah, that thing is badass looking. I'm in for that. But other than that, no. But um, anyway, so so yeah, so this weekend Memorial Day, uh, woohoo, uh, Star Wars celebration. Um, so the rumor I heard is that they move cel celebration around. Uh, it's not always in California. Is that true? Yeah. Yeah, uh, 2017, it was here in Orlando, and then uh, two years after that, it was in Chicago, and then now it's in uh, Anaheim. So, yeah, they move it around. Man, I hope they move it back up here 
uh, because I think next year I'm going to go. Like, I think it just needs to be a goal to say, hey, especially if it's close. I, I, I could not swing the I started looking at the, the hotels out there. And even if I volunteered for AMG, it just there. The cost was just astronomical. <laughs> like, like, I spent a lot of money this weekend, in fairness, but like that would have killed me. Like, I, I really would have been in debt after that. I ended up having to yeah. pay for my kid's school. So there's that, you know. Uh, that was three grand out of pocket. And uh, my wife bought a China hutch. Um, and I don't know if everybody uh, did. We post the pictures in the discord. Uh, I probably didn't. I saw them. You sent them yeah. to me. I saw them. <laughs> but I yeah, we saw them. Yeah. My wife didn't feel good when she got home on, on Friday. So she went and took a nap. And so my buddy came over and we unloaded the China hutch. And he goes, you know, it'd be a really funny idea. If you put all your X-wing ships that you have sitting over here <laughs> in this China hutch and just not say anything and see how long it takes her to notice it. And she was so amazed that my we put the glass in the China Hutch because it's like this 1970s mid-century or 50s mid-century furniture that she loves. And we put the glass in and she um she 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 came out to see that we put the glass in and didn't break it and about had a meltdown that my my X-Wing ships were in there. I bet you actually she's I can hear her rummaging around with the China. I bet you she's upstairs pulling all of my X-Wing ships out of that cabinet right now because i just kind of left them there she's allowed to uh, <laughs> i said we should each get half half can have china and half can be x-wing yeah the compromise the x-wings need target practice yeah why not? <laughs> i mean to be fair most x-wing ships come from china so i mean technically <laughs> speaking, <laughs> it's, fine <laughs> it's fine china it's fine china honey it's fine okay. china uh, anyway anyway so we've deterred grotesquely from the stream but um it's exciting that it's a it, it was an exciting weekend in my opinion um with yeah. star wars celebration and so we have to be careful so if i say something you have to scream spoiler jj or mute me one of the two because charles has not seen all of the obi-wan episodes yet and it's like my goal is to be spoiler free for this episode we will do a um cast at the end with obi-wan which sucks because <clears throat> hopefully Charles can catch up by the next week because um, we have a bet going. I, th I think we have a bet going to see whether Boba Fett was worse than Obi-Wan's going to be. So I, I can already tell you from the first episode, like the first episode that I've watched, I fuck this kills me to say this and go ahead and turn <laughs> on the explicit language. God damn it. Um <laughs> Obi-Wan is 100% better than the Book of Boba Fett. Like, Obi-Wan's emotional range in the first episode trumps Boba's emotional range in the entirety of the first series. Like, it's it's just... it's And it's because it's Ewan McGregor. Ewan McGregor yeah. is fucking phenomenal. And I'm also from the generation where Ewan McGregor was like, train spotting mulan route like yep. he is an acclaimed actor and i can tell you that he makes that so much better than boba and i love boba fett i love boba fett but that show was fucking atrocious the the only thing that would be technically considered spoilers that uh christian haydenson is in the is in the the series That's which you already know spoiler yeah, yeah. So I will say I will but... say that um it's like one of those things where like as much as I love Boba Fett, I just 
That was terrible. The best episodes of the Book of Boba Fett were the ones that didn't have Boba Fett in them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, except for the last episode. I still like the last episode quite a bit. Yes, but the last too. episode was such a terrible thing just because we knew the entire series could have been like that. Yep. And it wasn't. I agree with you. Well, good. I won the bet. JJ, you got to go look up what the hell we bet. We bet something. I don't remember what the fuck we bet now. I got to go. Damn it. Now I got to go back and listen to my own episodes to find out what Charles and I bet. Damn right you do. I hope it's an I think it was, ship. I think it was a ship, actually. Yeah, it was I a hope, ship. I, ooh, maybe it's one of his Star Vipers. Ooh. If anyway. it, fuck, I have like eight. I know. One of them is not going. I'm never <laughs> going to be able to feel the amount of Star Vipers that I have. So in Epic, in Epic, you can in Epic, you can, Charles. They'll probably you never say that. Points. You never know. Anyway. All right. All right. All right. So let's let's actually move on. You want to cover. Do we want to cover points changes first or or Star Wars stuff first? Star Wars stuff. Let's, let's do the we, let's do oh, celebration. Okay. I was going to say we finished. We, fin- we started points, but let's. Yeah, yeah. Fine, JJ. So, we'll do what you want to do. Are quick, you sure, uh, though, JJ? Because yes, because yes. we could spend all episode doing nothing but discussing new Star Wars stuff. You know that, right? Like this is not like a. I'm just forewarning you. There's some exciting stuff that's coming. I know, but we're already hyped up about it. So it's like I, I want to kind of go into it now because you got me hyped up. So I, I kind of want to do that first. So yeah, that's it. So. However, before we get started, um, just another PSA. If you're in the Orlando area, July 9th, uh, Planning Face Syndicate Showdown is happening here in Orlando at FLGS Orlando. Uh, check us out on Facebook. We have it uh, already posted on there on our uh, on the Orlando X-Wing page, uh, and we'll also have it posted on our Discord page as well. Uh, entries $12. We're going to be raffling off a couple of ships there. We'll have a couple of uh, we'll have an OP kit there as well. Uh, for prizes, we'll also be giving out uh, cards, custom cards throughout the event as well. Uh, come and join us. We'll have up to 32 seats there. Gold Squadron Podcast uh, will be there uh, streaming our event live. Uh, so come and join us. Have a lot of fun. And do you have registration open for that? Yes, registration is open currently right now. Awesome. All right, so... I'm going to begin with this because this is the one I was very excited about. And it, it's some of it is because um, the, the the visions. I don't know if either of you saw visions. Yeah. I think we talked about that. Both of you had um, the visions artistic style really draws me in. Like it's it, it maybe it's more because it's it's not as childrenish. Um, I feel and it, it felt a little bit more adult themed. Um, with those than some of the other Star Wars stuff that we've been given, like Resistance. Um, and um, which, if I, I could be wrong, but I don't remember a Resistance panel. No. At all. There's no. Clone Wars mm-hmm. panel. No Resistance panel. Oh, oh, so good. Oh, my God. It was so amazing. She was there. She had a scarf. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm the virgin. Yeah. <laughs> I did. My wife, my wife's okay. Get this Saturday. My, so we did stop watching some of it to watch stranger things to start that. Cause the new uh, season Seasons. of stranger things came out and my, my wife came out and she goes, do you want to watch stranger things? I don't know how you can watch star Wars 24 seven because literally like my son came over this weekend and he no longer lives with us and he came over and hung out this weekend and we just was streaming it online like the whole time <laughs> like everything we were doing we were getting dinner ready putting it on so yeah. um anyway star wars tales of the jedi 
is a new animated series, but it has a completely different animation style, I believe, than even yeah. the last season of Clone Wars. And this reminds me closer to um, Visions. And I don't know if it's just because it's the first looks at them, but this seems closer to the Visions artistic style for some of those episodes than um, we've seen before. Yeah, it to, from my understanding, it's going to be episodic, right? Just like Visions as well. They're just going to pick uh, particular uh, stories that they'll follow on on each individual episode um, because they're they're showing like an episode with like Ahsoka being born, another one with like the follow-up with uh, like Dooku's fall to the dark side. Um, and um, they even had a, a scene with Sifo Diaz as well. So it's um, it, it seems like they're, they're going to be kind of like generally pre-Clone Wars era um, stories, and uh, it's going to be really interesting. Yeah. Now, I will say, if they solely focus on Jedi, I will be a little bit disappointed because there's some other stories we never get, right? You know, like... Wait, wait a minute. What's what's the show called? Tales of the Jedi. I know. Oh, I know. So, so you I'm... want a show called Tales of the Jedi. Literally, and stories of the Jedi. <laughs> okay. To focus on things that are not Jedi. Yeah. yeah that would be bit. like the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> Focusing on something that's not Boba Fett or Obi-Wan Kenobi. Focusing on something that's not Obi-Wan. They're telling you in the title of so, the show so what hang on. focus is going to be. Charles, yeah, but- you're saying that there's precedent then for them to completely ignore the title and actually have episodes that have nothing to do with Jedi? No, because those episodes still had something to do with Boba Fett. <laughs> oh, they did not. No, they didn't. They did not. <laughs> They were just, they were the teasers to get us through to we get season three of The Mandalorian coming in next year. Um, I really well, hope who did, who Can we get a, a clip? Left. Can we get a clip of Chris? I really hope Tales of the Jedi doesn't just focus on Jedi. No. Yeah, when you guys figure out how to clip things, you can. I'm not going to clip it. Who deleted Deslin's messages? I have no idea. I just had like a huge. Uh... <laughs> a huge thing, yeah. Oh, well, uh, Deslin, I apologize. One second timeout. If we so we were changing yeah. settings, just as an FYI. Oh, oh um, no, no, nope, nope. what did it was the got him. Oh, oh, yeah, got him. That's what, yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> All caps and got him removed him from the chat. No more Deslin, yeah, which but... to be fair would make Greg happy if he were here. <laughs> Bang, Greg. <laughs> um. So yeah, so those are the only images I brought in were just the the Ahsoka ones. I think there's like two or three more out there, um, but these yeah. are the 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 ones I was most impressed with um, that were coming in. And, and and even Dooku looks weird. Okay, so when I go back to my Jedi comment though, like okay, so we could talk about um, the issue with like Dryden Voss, right? Like why do we not get if we get one with Dryden Voss, but the focus is on Ahsoka? There you go, Dryden Voss and Ahsoka. That is technically still canon. I don't believe that's that's legends. I believe that is still canon. So um I'm yeah, pretty sure that that book is still canon. And I think the Dooku book is still canon too, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. All right. So there that's that's you're, more what I'm saying. Like I'm just not to clarify your Bosk. You're you're speaking Kinlan Voss, right? And his his assassination yes. attempt. Okay, all right, just wait. Because yes. Dryden Voss was solo, and I'm like, wait, hang no, on. no, no, yeah, no, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. So, I'm sorry, it's it's all a right. destiny thing. It's does a destiny not compute. Thing. Does yeah. not compute. 
sorry. It would be interesting though if they they actually take an episode to go into you know why Django Fett was chosen by Sifo Diaz as the the template of the clones and show like how he got started as well. That that right. would be interesting, honestly. It's still Jedi related technically because you know Sifo Diaz was the one who chose him. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, could be interesting. Yeah. Thank you, Mister Boss, for the the sub. The next one is Mando season three. And unfortunately we will not get this until 2023. I think February, February. is the rumor mm-hmm. date that I saw on there. Um, yeah. Very sad by that, but that's okay. Um, I, as you- I would, I would bet that by um, the season opener of the NFL, we're going to get a trailer first for uh, season three. Yeah. Boo, boo NFL. Boo NFL. Just give me this instead of the NFL. Actually, can we just funnel all the <laughs> sports resources into Star Wars instead? I think that'd be better. Um, so yeah. as you can see here, so I I can't find the trailer anyway. By the way, yeah, I've looked yeah, everywhere, and it's like every time I find something, it gets taken down. So, um, but I had somebody somebody clip this, and as you can see here, there's a certain somebody sitting on a throne. Yeah being confronted by Mr. Mando. That is Bo-Katan. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so in the, I don't know if you got to see yesterday's panel um, with uh, Giancarlo Esposito, um, when they were talking about his time being uh, Moff Gideon, he did state that he would be returning for season three. Um, so we will be seeing him um, show up in uh in mando season three as both gideon so that's gonna be interesting yeah did anybody see anything else for season three mando because i this is all i could find. now i i tried to search it myself but i couldn't find it anywhere yeah all right next are ahsoka reveals natasha and I'm not going to even try to pronounce her last name because Charles will make fun of me, is going to be Sabine. So we have a confirmed Sabine mm-hmm. in Ahsoka. Natasha Lou Bordizzo? Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to... I'm not good with names. I'm not going to Her last her. name sounds like a made-up word that Snoop Dogg would put in a song. <laughs> so she is Australian. <laughs> Uh, she is an Australian actress. She actually has uh, quite a few recent credits from a couple of series that she's been in and going to be in. Um, she will be in the Lord of the Rings series that's going to be on Amazon. Okay, time um, out. Time out, fool. How what? quickly did you look this up? I don't believe yesterday. That you just oh okay. I'm like yes, I don't believe that you just have random info on some <laughs> female actress. Just like, oh yeah, I know her. She was in this and this and this and this. IMDb, man. IMDb yeah, yeah, is you your are, friend. You are DB. That is right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know who she was when I saw this today. All I'm I know is that I'm con- more I'm ex- mean more happy, Charles. Yep, I mean, I'm super excited. And now the question is, do we think we'll see Sabine in um in in Mando? Because I don't think Sabine a, dies, does she? She doesn't die. No, no. Yeah. She's she, as far as we know, she's well. Uh, she's alive and well. Um, I mean, it is possible because we could see her extended family as well. Um, show up. Or we can possibly see Tristan there. We could see her mom, um, in there. Assuming that they've survived the purge, um. 
and uh, and kind of help help retake uh, Mandalore. So that could be interesting. Yeah, I'm excited. I think um, I'm hoping we see Sabine and Mando too. Sabine was one of my favorite characters from um, uh, Rebels. And yeah. we have Chopper. We have fucking Chopper, man. We traced what's the tag on, right? Fucking yes. Chopper. And With this. Rosario Dawson. Yep. With this makes Ahsoka. me insanely excited because does that mean we're going to get a Zeb too? Because Zeb's not dead. And well, they did confirm Hera. Hera would be showing up as okay. well. Okay. All right. I did not. I missed that. Can, can um, we turn, hold on. Time out. Can we turn off this cap thing? I have no that? idea how we did that. Yeah. <laughs> can we please? Because this is like the third Stand person by. that's had their shit removed I know, I know. from the chat for I'll, type. I'll, like Deslin's wasn't well, even in full caps. Like he did it was one Charles letter in lower. Or, it was not. Do not do that. I'm sorry. It was JJ. It really wasn't you. All right. I just turned it off. I don't know how long it takes to go into effect. All right. All right. Cool. Someone type in all caps. Test it out. I'll give it a few minutes. Just let it refresh. But okay. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, back to Chopper. I'm excited because Chopper is the sassiest fucking robot out there, right? Like he is the he is what R2D2 wishes he could be. And and in like those are, those are fighting words, sir. That's fine. I'm okay with that. Um, I love Chopper and I love the sassiness from the episode. And like I'm ex- I'm excited. Because this means we're getting a like this means Ahsoka will actually somewhat continue the that Rebels arc, like that's like this is a confirmation that that Rebels arc is being continued, um, and you know what that means though, right? I'm sure you'll tell two, us two things. One, I can't say because <laughs> I can't say because it's a spoiler for Obi Wan, but 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 JJ knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um. So the end of see the end of episode two. This demonstrates that the end of episode two is just a fucking bullshit bullshit. Second, this means that Thrawn will be at least alluded to, if not confirmed, inside of uh, of Ahsoka, which means our Thrawn arcs, all our books, minus the first three, are all reality. All of that. And that opens up a huge, huge discussion point. Because they turned Thrawn's story around in the recent novels. It is no longer, spoiler alert, it is no longer he's just some big evil villainous person that is just a sub, you know, subset of of, of Palpatine and Anakin or mm-hmm. Vader. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm so excited. And does that mean we're going to get to see Ezra? Do we fucking get to see Ezra now? I was kind of hoping that they had uh, an actor for Ezra uh, already to come out, but I I doubt they're haven't even gotten that far yet, you know, for that. So I mean, we'll probably next year we will maybe see uh, an actor for Ezra uh, already like chosen for the following series. Yeah, and 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 I really hope that that means we get like if if they're gonna create a new movie and go after everything, like give me give me some rebel stuff. All right, the next one is a picture by itself. I don't know what the skeleton crew is. I didn't. I missed that announcement. I just there know wasn't it's a new a show. Whole lot. It was a, about it, yeah. other than it's got uh, Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah, they didn't say like timeline or like uh, what the details were on it. They just said that this is a new series starring him that's coming up, and that's it. That's what they left it at. 
Okay. Is skeleton crew mean anything to anybody? No, Other than, no. like, I know what it does in pirate terms, but, you know, like, this is... It does sound like a scum, like, type, like, scum and villainy type of thing, like, heists, but... Yeah. And I mean, his he... law does play a good scoundrel, I'm just saying. Yeah. Do you think that they might try to continue um, some of the... Some of the the stuff I again I hate saying resistance, but you know we had uh, Kagan and um, who was the other one from uh, Resistance that was the pirate aspect, and that's like oh, that's kind yeah. of a newer piece that never really made it out of Resistance. I can't remember the lady's name, but it, there's another one. Um, Sendara, maybe. Sendara. Yeah, Sendula, Harris Sendula. No, 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 Sendara. She's a. Uh... I forgot what race she is, but yeah, she's she was one of the pirates that turned good. So it's not Kira. No, no, I don't think I don't I don't I don't know if Kira's in Resistance. I only watched uh, she's not. the first season, um, but I'm trying to think. Of, there's a lady's name that's in there, and she's purple. Yeah, Sienna. Yeah, it's, it's like S E Y N A, I think. Yeah, I don't know. Somebody can Google this. That's better than me. Anyway, that would be kind of cool if they they went on a pirate theme, but we'll see. The next one is Visions coming 2023. Um, again, all I saw was a clip of this. I didn't see them give us anything other than this. Yeah. I didn't just the even, announcement. I didn't even see a um trailer or anything. No, no trailer for this one. Just uh just like Skeleton Cruise, just a an announcement that they're bringing up the um the next wave for that as well. The next one I'm excited for. Bad Batch. Very excited for Bad Batch. You think this show. is the same uh, Wookiee pad one from Clone Wars? You think that's the same one? Uh, my theory is yes. I think I'm, that they're going to start connecting some of those. Um, I'm the outlier here. I could give a crap less about Bad Batch. I know. You don't like any of the, the animation. I don't stuff. like the animation style. It's just not my thing. I, I'm sure it's great, and I'm not taking anything away from anybody that likes it. Please don't take that wrong. I'm just saying, for me, it's not my thing. Well, at least it was better than Book of Boba. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, absolutely. Um, um, so, so the answer is yes. I think that is. I do think. I think you're right, JJ. I think that's who that is. Um, okay. And I um, think that I, there's going to be a mission. I think there's going to be episodes that they focus on. How do they start hiding some of the uh, more force sensitive? Um, people that they they come along and i think that's how they fit in but that's just my theory so um based on one of the the things that you you clicked on here where they have like a bunch of lats like going in there i wonder if they're going to eventually come in with the um it and it, it was legends it's legends now but um in legends there was a rebellion a clone rebellion against the empire um that uh vader had formed the task force to suppress um, and I wonder if they're kind of like remaking that story into canon now. Um, and that would be actually really interesting to see how they do that, if they do that. I would be interested, too, because that kind of goes a little bit against Clone Wars, right? You know, and and I know in Bad Batch, we get some of those clones coming back, right? I guess, spoiler alert, I don't, I don't it, It's like a year and a half old show, fuck's sake. Um, yeah. But what? Um, you know, we get we get them, you know, some of them coming back and like my this is the screen I thought the most interesting here because 
that's a different helmet style, right? Like this is not something we've seen helmet style wise. And I guess I shouldn't be super. They they look like the Republic Commandos from the old game. Actually, that's what it yeah. looks like. Yeah. And that's what I was wondering is like what what is this? And did they tr- are they going to try to like have clone, um, Mandos? Because like this is very similar to a Mando style helmet too. Um, yeah, there you go. See, Denzel gets it. And so that's why I didn't know. I, I saw this and I thought this was very interesting because either maybe they're going to bring Mandos into the show, right? Like we're going to get a, they're going to help join some of the resistance piece and we're going to get more of that backstory. Um, or maybe there's a new kind of, you know, like kind of like we saw in the Mandalorian where they had, you know, the death bots, right? You know, like, are we going to get Mando bots or Mando clones or something? I don't know. It's, it seemed this to me was the most interesting piece out of that whole trailer. Out of everything else, this is what I yeah. focused on. Um, and that was really, yeah, there's really no other big things. A new show called Ander. Ander. Oh, my God. Andor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I, I love the trailer. It was definitely interesting. My biggest gripe is that first picture you put on. Why? That's the last that picture is, of the that trailer. Is, that is Mon Mothma. Okay. This is supposed to take place before Rogue One. I know. Rogue Rogue One happens, and all of a sudden she's like 20, 30 years younger. All of a sudden, like she must be like bathing in that bath tank and putting that cream on every day. Because holy crap, that's a hell of a rejuvenation. Yeah. So I don't know because you the know, question... hey, maybe she's a time lord. You don't know. Maybe she maybe like born with into it. a maybe younger version and then maybe went back to being old. Maybe she's, <laughs> she's a, clone. a clone. Maybe, who knows? Could that's actually, that's actually what um, that was what I was hearing people were saying is that she's a clone, right? Um, so so yeah, I don't know some of these images or whatever. Um, you know this is interesting, right? You know, um, they're still doing some of the parties. Welcome, Catherine. Um, you know before, uh, there's a ship. I don't care about that. This is what I was gonna ask. What the hell is this dude beating on? What is is that Beskar? Um, is he just beating on like a block of Beskar? He's saying, hey, look at me, motherfuckers. I got a block of Beskar here. And when the <laughs> fuck are my Mandalorians going to come in and steal this back? That's look, what I want to know. They're so far advanced that they completely, you know, yeah, it's a Beskar bell, drum. The bell has been completely like been replaced by this one thing that requires an entire structure to be built just so one person could go up there <laughs> and ring the hourly bell. Yeah. Which is I, a giant drum. Yeah. Like it's, is, it's like the the beacons of Gondor. It signals shit. Yeah, Listen, it is what it is. If you look at if you look back, there's always like an episode somewhere, whether it's a movie or a TV series, where there's some lookout in an age where we can detect the the codes of a ship from like millions of light years away through hyperspace travel and blah blah blah. There's always some guy on a tower with a pair of binoculars watching ships fly in. Like that's more reliable than the the hard coding and the stuff that we have. Yeah. For the record, I do just want to say that I'm overjoyed, and this is a spoiler, but not really a spoiler. I was super happy to see Flea in the first episode of yes. Obi Wan. I was super yeah. happy. Like we were sitting there watching it, and I heard his voice, and I'm like, "Shit, that's Flea." <laughs> yeah. Like I heard his voice and knew it was him. Yes. I just like Flea. He's always strung out looking all right 
The next one that we were gotten is a new video game. Yes, please more of it. Um, yep, and it looks even better uh, than it did before. Yeah, it looks like a big yeah. exclamation. It looks like a big error message. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I didn't load properly. But uh, but yeah, no, the uh, the graphics on this trailer were just astounding. The only Fantastic. thing that I really hope, and I'll, I'll say this just, and I understand that I am unto myself uh, when it comes to this, probably uh, in this group. The original game for this was designed to play more like a um, a Star Wars version of Dark Souls. It was yeah. supposed to be ridiculously hard. It was supposed it was to not. be difficult. It was not. And I would really like that. At least as a setting, right? Like at least as an option to ramp the difficulty where it would. Uh, I disagree. No. I think they should make it like Elden no, Ring. No, I want, I want an, I want a Star Wars Elden Ring. Yep. Give me an immersive experience where that's that's medium that story want to throw driven. My controller across the room. Yep. And that way we can have Greg on, so Greg can literally just shit his pants on. Like <laughs> we'll just be like, hey, let's play Fallen or Fallen Survivor. Let's 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 play that. Come on, buddy. And then he could then we can hear him rage quit right on his stream. That's all I care. That's, that's, <laughs> Greg, that's what I want is I want a rage quit from from it. Um, I thought it was interesting. I don't know. Do, do you know who's in this tank? Who's in this box of tank? Is this like this? I, seems I was going to say Cloud Strife, but I'm well out of my thing. It's not Seth. <laughs> Me and Charles <laughs> are the same way. Like... <laughs> it's not. It's a crossover. It's a Final Fantasy crossover. crossover. I'm calling yes. it now. Ugh, don't do that. No, no, He's no. He's getting his Mako treat and treatment in the tank. That's right. Ugh. Um. <laughs> so we have Grand Inquisitor looking very different from uh, Obi Wan. You think it is GI? I I thought it's yep. just a different Inquisitor. GI. In general. Is his last name Joe? Is he Grand Inquisitor <laughs> Joe? And we're getting another crossover. Is that what we're doing? No, yeah. that's even worse. That's even worse crossover. I don't know. I I don't know if this is Grand Inquisitor. I honestly don't think it is. Yeah, I think it is. I, that, my theory is that's who what who it is. It, it, it makes timeline wise. I mean, it would make sense timeline yeah. wise with where where the game takes place. And you've already fought, by this time you've already fought a bunch of the lower Inquisitors and killed a couple of them. So yeah. it would make sense that you drew that. Uh, that level of intention. Again, they only have eyes for Obi. No, only one of them only has eyes for Obi. Seems uh, <laughs> EA Sports owns us again. I'm not excited by that. Yeah. I think they I did know, a they good did. job, but they are not like... Well, it's still it's still being done by Respawn, though, right? Because Respawn is the one that actually creating this under the, the license is it? for EA. I don't, that I yeah. don't know. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously... We are probably getting a rematch, um, because in the it, I don't can we say the end of Fallen Jedi? Like, I mean, how old is that game now? Uh, two years. Okay, you fight Vader. There you go. I'm just gonna fucking say it, and then you lose to some extent, and here you are. So, mm -hmm. this to me is amazing, and like make it like Resident Evil Three, where like Nemesis is just like a, like chasing you and randomly showing up. Make it where fucking Vader randomly shows up and fights you. So, like, the longer you do the open world missions, the more times you have to, like, fight and, like, keep Vader off you. Like, and then by the end, 
you have to try to defeat them and then you get slaughtered and that would be the best yeah yeah that'll be fun uh yes this is i don't know why i have two of these i must have duplicated there's there's gi again but that's that's my my theory here all right, that's the end of the spoiler piece, right? That I had. Um, we got one more. Um, they did. Um, they did have a panel for uh, board gaming, uh, which they um, are. Um, if, if you guys haven't seen his video, Krabok, uh, he actually went to the panel and actually streamed it live. Audio wasn't the best, mainly because of the where he was sitting, but they did go through some of the stuff that they were revealing for Star Wars gaming in general, including a new expansion for Legion. Um, they did give us a reveal for one of the packs that they're going to be talking about on the mini stream again on June 9th, which is the Battle of Yavin scenario pack, yeah. uh, which they did put a photo of what it looks like there. They did say that they'll it will include new scenarios in there that will be standard legal. Um, and there's no minis in this one. Um, it's basically going to be like a card pack expansion, but mainly focusing on scenarios. That's as much as that we know so far. <laughs> Um, oh, and the other thing that they did say is that they will have cards that will have um, preset quick builds um, that will be standard legal as well on those uh, for those particular cards. So that's going to be something interesting to see. Of course, we're going to hear more about it in two weeks when they do mini extravaganza, and we'll hear a lot more about it on that on the Thursday, June 9th. So, all right. Before we get into mini extravaganza, you know, announcement, I, I want to discuss just briefly. There were some panels, and so the one well. I will just tell you out of all of them that I've watched and I haven't watched all of them, but by the end of tomorrow, I'll have all of the panels that I'm interested in watched. The top panel I had so far was Ian, Mr. Palpatine himself, yeah. right? Like that, that guy for being 76 years old is a rock star. Like, he I'm gonna is... say that he looked older as Palpatine when yeah, he, he was did. thirty yeah. than he does now, forty years later. <laughs> yeah, you're right. That dude is like insanely good, like healthy. Ben- he is the Benjamin Button of the Star Wars universe. <laughs> <laughs> He's aging in reverse. Damn it! Uh, I should have put that as a title. I didn't. The good, good one there, Charles. That's a good one. I missed that. Um, no, but but that panel in of itself, I thought was like one of the best. Uh, the it second really was. one was the High Republic panel, but I know not everybody on the stream has read all the books. Um, I am very into the High Republic, and the I'm on the I'm into the last three hours of the of the audiobook for the last the last one in the series. And and so they're announcing new ones. So they gave me a I had one spoiler I didn't know happened uh, this weekend, but that's my own fault for not being caught up. But. I was very excited to hear they're coming back with new stuff because like to me, the the book series in itself is really good. Like I really do like it. And it's not, even though it's, it's the adult novels is it's also like a discussion point and and, and a a variance, right. Of not everything is hokey dory. So like when we watch the original trilogy, there's very few people that die, right. You know, like the people that die are the bad guys, you know, it's never good guys that die. And the longer Star Wars has happened, the more we're actually getting out of this. Like, you know, like I'm glad they resur- re-resurrected Boba Fett personally. Like, I he's he was not given a proper death. It was bullshit. And you know, like so so sometimes bringing characters back is great. The big thing for me is that we do have to have some characters end. Like, you cannot 
continue to have everything just happen all the time and everybody just lives. That's not reality. And making Star Wars closer to our reality, per se, to me, is is fun. And, and the High Republic does that in their book series more so than any other set of book series for Star Wars that I've read, personally. Other yeah. than other than the book with um, Ahsoka, or not Ahsoka, I'm sorry, um, Asajj Ventress, that, that, that one tops everything else for me in terms of yeah. reality. But that's that's a whole different discussion. I don't know. What is that? A five year spoiler? Can I say that one too? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Your thoughts. Any anybody else have any thoughts on this before we move on to the next thing? Um, I did watch that panel. I thought it was very interesting how they were talking about the process for how they're developing the characters and the storyline for that. Um, I'm always interested to hear the creative side of it. However, because I haven't read the books as of yet, I wasn't as invested, but I do appreciate like all the work that they did to like really help develop the characters that they're doing it. It actually made me more hyped to actually um, like get into those books because that is something that's next after I finish drawn finally um, and uh, and go for there. I know. I need you to finish Thrawn so we can have a fucking Thrawn after cast. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, like, not. you're killing me with this shit. I'm going to have to reread them by the time we get done with it. I'm sorry that he's not moving fast enough for you, Chris. He's not. <laughs> All right. Charles, any last thoughts before we move on? No. I'm excited for everything. Awesome. All right. Let's actually talk X-Wing related stuff, I guess, uh, since we want to um so the first thing is the announcement for mini extravaganza um obviously there's a lot of um painting tutorials on here so if you like the painting <coughs> piece of this there's lots for you um the one i'm most excited about and we'll talk about the battle of yarvin in a second I i'm it's not as excited about that as did i you, am wait, did you say the battle of yarvin <laughs> he said yarvin yes <laughs> did <Yarb> i <laughs> Yavin, fuck off. It's been a long weekend. Yep. <laughs> All right. That was great. That was great. <laughs> did I not did I not warn you on my all my other podcasts? I'm not the words guy when it comes to pronouncing things properly. I could tell you a story, I can be the hype man, but don't make me pronounce things. And I mispronounce things all the time. I still oh. love Marco Stell. That's great. Marco Stell. I called that Marco dude, Stell. like 17. I, I know. Say Marco Polo. I threw that. It's just easier. That's I cannot like not name him Marco Stell after after you now. Like, we I need. That's what we Marco need. Stell. We need an alt art. Alt art. Marco oh, Marco Stell. Marco Stell. Yeah. Uh, Garvin. <laughs> yeah, Yarvin is Garvin at Yavin. <laughs> <laughs> that would be cool too. I would take that card. Um. All right, so, so they have this thing a full full of surprises, a Star Wars stream for it's only one hour, so very sad. But that that is interesting to me. That's the most interesting thing on this whole thing, right there. Um, and I'll be honest, I don't watch a lot of their painting stuff. I just it, it's it's not for me. It's just not my. Um, Can I tell you why I'm excited for this? Yeah, absolutely, man. And the reason, and, and call me on this, and JJ, I'm counting on you and Chris's knowledge here, because as long as I've been playing this game, knowledge is not my strong suit on everything. But um, I believe this will be the first cycle that we are going to see AMG-designed ships yes. based on timeline-wise. 
Yes, that's because right. looking looking at the release cycle that FFG had in the old days, it ran about a year and a half to two years from testing to actually hitting the table. Yes, and we right. are now very rapidly approaching that time frame from AMG taking over from. Uh, FFG. So yes, we have seen a lot of rule changes. Yes, we've seen point changes and changes to the way the game is played. But all of those have been a precursor to what could potentially be a world-breaking ship design that plays into the changes they've already made that we didn't know was coming. Because up till this point, all of this has been FFG's doing just released through AMG. So yeah, no, I am I ridiculously excited to see what they're going to bring to the table, if anything. Well, yeah, so so from what we know so far, from what they've they've basically hinted at in the um, in the panel bench for uh, like Star Wars board gaming, um, this is mainly going to expand on to scenario gameplay because they they did say that all this will be standard legal. Um, so we are going to get new scenarios that are going to add on to the basic four that we have on here, which is going to make it's going to be interesting, actually, for tournament play, um, because depending on how many scenarios we get in there, you can end up with a tournament, um, especially if you're only playing four to five games in a particular tournament where you don't go through all the scenarios. Um, and as complicated as it is to make a squad that can be good overall in a bunch of scenarios, or at least three out of four, now not knowing uh, for certainty that those particular scenarios are going to be in your tournament um, because they may not make it in there, that's going to make your list building even more challenging. Um, so that's that's something that I think is going to be exciting to see what exactly they do. So Yeah. So the other, the second interesting thing is they have they so they have three what i would call <coughs> actual three real star wars streams one the battle of yavin x-wing gameplay stay on target which is a two hour stream and then the full of surprise is a star wars stream right so the full of surprise mm-hmm. is star wars stream my assumption is the announcement that i'm assuming that they've got the renewal that Asmodee has acquired the renewal of the Star Wars license because there's a lot of stuff that they that that renewal is due in 2023. So that is technically speaking the last year that Asmodee owns that licensee. Like technically speaking, I'm wondering if they they have officially acquired that license um, again, and that's we're gonna get a discussion on 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 that piece of it, like where the the future lies. Sad thing is, there's almost nothing for Armada on here. Um, so even like a, a Armada reboot doesn't seem logical Armada's at this point. Dead, man. Now they're just adding uh, print and play stuff. For, yeah. For like, I loved games. Armada. I thought it was fun when I played it, but like, I I don't think it's that. I think they're just it's on a backlog right now until they figure everything else out. It's as dead as Wesley was when they took him to Miracle Max. It's not <laughs> all the way dead. It's only but, mostly dead. I can tell you from Adepticon, seeing the tables, the amount of tables that they had up and running for their tournament for Armada, that leads me to believe that Armada is not dead. It is kept alive by the community that still goes out to Adepticon to pay for those tickets and go play at those locations there. They are even more release starved than X-Wing players are because they went two years plus for 
a Superstar Destroyer, which was their only release that they had, and then went almost another two years before they had another release. And we're not even talking about like card packs or print and play. This is just like just standard releases that they have. So they'll uh, until AMG officially says Armada is a complete game. I, I just think, honestly, what AMG is going to do now as placeholders, um, and I know that we're tangenting off, I think they're just going to do a lot more of those either like packs uh, like this, where it's like print and play or just cards, which will be alternate builds for ships yeah. and upgrades we'll uh, see. until I, they can do that. So, I, yeah. I don't know. I, I'm more in the Charles camp. Maybe it's not dead dead, but it's it's definitely not getting it's on new ship support. leases. Like, yeah. They're not pulling the plug, but they're definitely not putting it in a back to tank. Yeah. Um, I will say, JJ, you should Sorry. owe me a uh, you you should give me a Thrawn list, a Thrawn base list that you think is insanely really good. Because ironically enough, oh. I'm actually playing Armada. In, in I, I got I got sorry, but Thrawn is actually my favorite commander in Armada. So yeah. and like I yeah. I I learned how to play Armada Armada specifically so I could play Thrawn. Just so you know ahead of time, like like, and I'll tell you what, <laughs> if AMG came on this panel and said we're resurrecting Armada. I would be tempted to sell my X-Wing collection and buy into Armada if they were going to resurrect that game because they have Thrawn and fucking X-Wing can't seem to get their head out of their ass and give me Thrawn, period. Even in yeah, Because Thrawn was you known know. for his dogfighting and not his massive scale Armada hey, strategy. If we have Admiral we have Sloan as a crew. And Palpatine yeah, exactly. as a crew. I mean, come on. Palpatine didn't fly anything other than uh, what a Lambda shuttle. That's yeah. the only thing. When you land yeah, either when the Lambda gets reprinted or when they make the, the stupid shuttle from Rogue One um, for some reason, um, I'm pretty sure Thrawn will come out as a card. I'm yeah. just curious, JJ, on a side note, because I have watched the first episode of uh, Kenobi. Do you think that we need the Inquisitor shuttle? Oh, I didn't even think of that. Um, as a ship. So I actually was thinking about that uh, as a two die gun with three crew for the Empire medium base. No, no. With a red coordinate and a white jam. No, I disagree with you. Why? Why, Why Chris? Why not? It because could be like just a... give me my lambda. I don't need. I don't need another big shovel shuttle. Just give me a effing lambda again and a medium make it look base like shuttle. That. A medium base shuttle instead of a large like the lambda. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm I don't know. I don't I don't feel it the same way you do. Like would it be cool to have another ship? Sure, but I don't so, know. If I so do. here's the thing, and this is this is why I asked this question. Right now, all we've seen it do is land, right? Yeah, if they actually have like a space battle or something like that around it, and we can see what its capabilities are other than just landing and letting people off of it, then I'm for it. Yeah, I'll open the discussion back up on my side at that point, then if they do at if we get them in a some sort of a fighter, sure. Force pilots only. <sighs> oh my god. Okay. No. <laughs> no okay. Okay. That's, that's wait, 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 wait to shut means. that discussion down, JJ. Yeah. <laughs> no. Exactly. So, all right. Anyway, this is AMG's schedule. Cool. Awesome. Um, I'm oh a lot more excited about this than I was before, and this to me feels like a press a precipice for us right here. Right. Like this is kind of they if they're going to show us stuff that they're developing and, and i'm not i would like at least one new ship if not two but if it were all we're going to get is card packs and re and reprints i'm still okay with that too like i'm okay for another year if you give me some reprints to bring some of the like if if their version of moving from 2.0 to 2.5 right instead of giving us a conversion kit 
is to give us reprints of of specific type of ships and give me packs. Like I like this pack idea, right? Like give me two star vipers. Give me, um, I'm trying to think of another ship that they could reprint. Uh, uh, Miss Hunter. Yeah, yeah, that too. I'd rather have a Miss Hunter than a Kimogila. No one flies the Mist Hunter. At least the Kimogila sees play. The Mist Hunter didn't do anything. (laughs) Well, it might if they can retool it. They can retool it. That's the whole point. Is they can retool this whole thing, and then it's a force for people like you to like. Fuck, I gotta go buy these cards now. You know, and you, I I know the best will be is you'll swear up and down. Whatever they do with the Star Viper just means that I have to get more Star Vipers. (laughs) (laughs) Charles, you you will not have to ever buy anymore, especially because I only own one, maybe two. I will probably buy two or three of them, and whatever extra cards that they have that you can't get, you can have them. They're yours. No, it's going to be for the repaints. I was going to say it's going to depend on the sculpt because that red, yeah. that red repaint was sexy. But if they give me like a gurry Star Viper as the paint scheme, I'm if the foils close, if those foils close, man, Dude, game over. I'm I'm make, selling all oh my old my Star Vipers. God, you might as well sell them now. Then. Seven of yeah. them. <laughs> Look, JJ, just so you can see, I showed this on the stream one other time, but. Oh, that's beauty. This is my it's it's micro machines, but it's like the wings actually fold up and down on it. Oh, and the cockpit gorgeous. pulls out. There's Gurry in there, but it also came with the Shizor one as well. I freaking love the Star Viper and am ready for it to get the love that it deserves because it is an amazing ship. Yeah, definitely. Hashtag justice for Gurry. Yeah, where's Dobby? And you need them. All right. So let's move <laughs> Where on to the has rules. Nobby been? We haven't seen him in a minute. New job. I guess because we're not talking about A Wings. New job. Now he new job and he's busy distributing a lot of stuff too. So yeah. He distributing? Wing wing. Yeah, he he has a lot of stuff to uh like he's helping out Dion over there for the um for the Galaxies tournament, like prize distribution for the Australian folks. So he's uh, he's quite busy. So yeah. So the clarification to the obstacle rule, which we interpreted right, by the way. Thank yes, you. Yes, we did. Thank you. Like, you got it right. Yeah, like, Dad, I was very pissed off when I heard that supposedly was different. But they clarified the, the obstacle rule to basically say, when you hit it, unless you hit it a second time where you stay on it, if you clear it, you only take damage once. Simple, easy, over with. I go into asteroid. I hit an asteroid. I take a damage. Roll for it. Take a second damage because that's Chris, and I move <laughs> off of it because that's my dice. That's my dice. Yep. <laughs> it is. I when I need the damage dice, I don't get it. When I don't need it, it always shows up. Like Dooku. Dooku. All right. Dooku a crit. Oh, you're already rolled a crit. You dumbass. Two dice. You roll a crit. <laughs> roll a crit any other time? Nope. Nope. Can't happen. All right. Anyway, but um, so. I land on the asteroid. I'm on it. I don't get my shot. I take two damage because I suck. I fly off of it. I take zero fucking damage. Boom. Over with. Ruled on. AMG openly stated this. Done and over with. So happy that that's the way it is. The way it is. Yeah. Um, I threw the ion in here because what did they clarify with the ion maneuver? Um. I don't remember. What did they clarify with did the ion maneuver? something with the ion maneuver? Yeah. I think they just clarified that it was a blue speed one for either for either direction. Okay. Yep. You're yeah. right. All right. There we go. So then the next one, and this one I think we just missed. Um, yeah, we there, did. There, we did not talk about this last week, 
but the, the automated tar target priority is a discussion. So they basically added the enemy ship outside of its front arc at attack range zero is not an arc. So it can't be selected. So really all it does is say when, when automatic, which we all knew this mm, outside of its primary arc. Yeah. Sorry. Cause if primary. you have a, uh, if you have a turret or like, um, the jump master where you can have like a side arc or something like that, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So yeah. that was nice that they essentially said, no, it has to be. And again, I think that's how we've always played it. I don't think I've ever yeah. played this where that was any different. I'll be honest. I don't think I've ever played against anybody that's ever used this. <laughs> I, I've used yeah. it. All the, I used to use this all the time. Yeah, same here. I used me. It. Yeah, I used it against you. My It was like uh, four times. Was that the one time I won? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Game. Fair enough. When I flew my Z shuttle over like four rocks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the one. <laughs> All right, um, and I don't know what all this crap is, but I think that's it for the changes, right? Yeah, that's it. So that was the only to... uh, adjustments that we had. Yeah, exactly. That was the last update that they put on on Friday for that, and then the rest is just our list here. But let's go into the uh, the rest of the points changes, um, and then after that, if we have time, we can go into the list if we want. All right. So we already talked about Imperial. We were and on scum, right? We we finished scum actually. We did finish scum. All right. Well, my computer is being slow. Give me a second. I really do want to cover lists, so you know that, right? Like, yeah. I made I I have some lists I'm very excited about running. Uh yeah, same here. I actually um if like you guys time go to, to do like if you guys want to go do your lists, we nah. don't have to slide through all of the points. Like you've got an hour, talk about your lists. I'll bounce out, let you guys do your list stuff. It's taking forever. I can't. There must sure. be something wrong with. No worries. Let's go through the list then. That what we got so far. Go to the list. All right. I am going to check out for this then because I finally have air conditioning and I'm going to get some sleep because I have not had air conditioning all week and I have not slept all week. So I will leave you guys to talk about your lists for... Is this for Kyber Cup? Uh, uh, no, this is just gen list in general. Ah, so. I will I will leave you guys to it then. I am going to check out early for the night, guys. I apologize to our viewers. Uh, enjoy talking about your lists. I will be back next week in full force uh, and ready to derail more conversations. <laughs> all right man have a good night guys all right so the uh the first one here i think this is your rebel list that you hadn't made on here uh what you got all right well hold on i gotta fix it's not centered yeah all right so the first list that i created um i that was a I, my goal was is how do i create a four ship rebel list that doesn't include b-wings that was the first thing the second take was, how do I include some sort of a thing fighter in this type of a list? Now, I don't know if homing torpedoes are the way to go with this list, right? But that's a new upgrade we got. Kind of wanted to play with it. But Bodica is one of the guys that I really wanted to put on the table. And um, I say that because I think that we're sleeping on some of these uh, thing fighters in Rebel. And it's because the stupid B-Wings and the, you know, U-Wings were more powerful. So why would you ever fly it, right? You know, like, what would be the point in flying it? 
Um, but Bodica Bodica says after another friendly ship defends, if you are not depleted, you may perform a bonus primary attack against the attacker. If you do, after performing that attack, gain one deplete token. So he's an I four, right? Mm-hmm. And the idea behind this, right, is I have every like if they attack anybody but him, he gets that bonus shot. So either he's going to live to get his homing torpedoes off, and then he's just going to come in and say, I'm going to be in your face at range one. Either kill me, like seriously, kill me, or I'm just going to get, you know, like I'm going to get double attacks all the time. And I have Dutch in there to say, with that double attack for him, you're going to get a free lock. Dutch takes a lock on somebody, you get a lock. So if you attack Dutch, I'm getting a free lock on Bodica. That's the idea is Bodica gets the free lock and um, Dutch is saying, Hey, all right, good for you. You get this free lock. And then, you know, you're going to, Bodica is going to go, Oh, guess what? I have a secondary, I have a lock. So I shoot a homing torpedo at you and you don't, you take the one damage, right? You take the crit, whatever. Nobody cares. And then when you shoot somebody else, I'm just going to attack you. And, oh, I got him on now. I got him on. So even if I'm at range two or three, right, I don't care. And homing torpedoes are range one to two, right? So if I'm in range one to two anyway, shoot me. I'm going to take my focus. If I don't get the homing torpedo off, I don't care, really. I'm really here for anything else, you know? Um, yeah, that seems good, actually. I like that idea. Um, I, I've been playing around with, uh, Bodica a lot, uh, just trying to like figure out like different, um, different ways to really, uh, increase her effectiveness, um, for whenever she does get that second shot. Um, one of the ones I was looking at was just having her with, um, with like a, a predator, uh, elusive combo and then, uh, having like, um, uh, I, at the time, uh, ion torpedoes. Uh, to fill out that list too but um you know exchanging one of the towns for ion torpedoes as well just to get that ion off as well um because even if you do get that deplete token um you're still th shooting a three die attack using mm -hmm. the ion torpedoes and giving that out but i do like your idea for homing torpedoes because um it's still a choice that the the opponent has to make right am i going to just take that automatic crit or am I going to um, eat four dice at range one to two from that? So I do like that, your idea as well. That's really yeah. good. And you could actually do the opposite, right? You, you could take the homing torpedo. You, so you could take that and not shoot it as your primary attack. You could just do a primary attack and yeah. not spend your, your lock. You know, um, I think you can you you could swap something else to even work Ursa Ren in here if you really wanted to. Um, I think with a recent nerf, it's not as good. Uh, but you could do that. Um, and I like Dutch. I don't know how to build Dutch. So I put plasmas on them and I put belly rub on them because it's free now. And I can perform special attacks at range zero. And since they changed the obstacle rule, Oh, I'm just going to land him on an obstacle. Kind of like a Take one damage. Yep. I get one damage. I don't care. I'm a, I'm a Y wing, you know? So I, mean, I what I find good for uh, Dutch because um, most of the time you're <laughs> running him with R3 um, cluster missiles actually works out really well, especially if you manage to get both of your ships that you have locked um, right. in range. Yeah. A double shot from him, uh, it can actually be pretty well, and that actually opens up enough points to equip him with a um, 
with the double bomb. Uh, my gosh, the bomblet, the bomblet generator. Yeah. yeah, that's it. Um, and that that opens up the points a little bit, and you're getting a double tap off of Dutch if you can manage it. So yeah, that's that's really good. Yeah, and wedge is just doing wedge things. Whatever. Oh yeah, like we we don't. I don't even care as much about wedge, but it was just so. A, I could put Luke in there, and I had oops, I had thought about putting Luke in there um, for it. Like that was kind of an idea was you could put Luke instead of yeah. Wedge, but because Wedge is that I six, I I feel Wedge just does more damage than um, everything else. Even yeah. and, and and what's the probability you're going to attack Wedge over Bodica, right? So it's a it's a lure. Go ahead, fine. Take out my six point wedge. My five point thing fighter is going to come back and and try to eat and you alive. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's very good. Yeah, I don't think it's meta defining, but I wanted to work some of those thing fighters in there. And with Fen being six, it's just eh. Fen's just still a little too expensive in my opinion. Um, yeah, at six points, I mean, maybe he's not, but I felt he was too expensive, so. All right, so the next one that we have here looks like is uh, Empire list that you have set up here as well, which is Darth Vader um, in the Tide Defender uh, with Malice, Juke, HLC, uh, with the ISB Jingoists, uh, two of them with Contraband Cybernetics, Moth Gideon with Discipline, Concussion Missiles, and Targeting Computer, and then two Black Squadron TIE Fighters with Discipline on them. Yeah, uh, Mini TIE Swarm and Darth Vader. Uh, not only... I, I, so I, you have two mini factions here, right? I have two TIE mm -hmm. Fighters and Vader. That Vader, Black Squadron is Vader's squadron. And then I have Moth and his squadron. It's just two little mini, like it's a six ship list. I can run them in two sets, two squads. I, so, I think this is really good personally. So the, the question I have for you is for the Black Squadron ties, right? Um, because you do have the option of running Wampa and Valen Ruder um, in, uh, as an option for two points. Um, I think that you actually might get a little bit more out of them versus uh, the Black Squadron, especially Wampa, at least, you know, that has uh, the two points to equip discipline as well. Uh, Valen Ruder, not as much, but at least he engages at one initiative higher. Um, I think that those might be a, a better choice there um, versus the, the generic Black Squadrons. Uh, maybe I don't like Wampas and I one. They're I threes. Right, right, yeah. But it also takes away the the your other important pieces from being shot, right? Because you're either going to engage Wampa and try to um like flip his token, and that guarantees that your um your other holders, like if you're playing cargo, for instance, and Wampa's not carrying a cargo, but he's in the arc. Are you going to shoot the carrier and give Wampa his three die attack? Or are you going to shoot at him to make sure he doesn't shoot back with three dies or and ignore the cargo holder? Yeah. Well, that's a fair point. I don't disagree with you. Uh, my bigger thing, honestly, is is keeping the initiatives closer. I do better with that. But like yeah. me and my bread and butter, I do better with that. Yeah, for Perfect. positioning, I get that. Yeah, yeah. Now the the loadout on on Moff Gideon, I I have I'm a little, <laughs> I, I have a different loadout for this yep, one because sure of his ability. Yeah. So I have on him uh, contraband cybernetics, FTC, and Notorious. 
um, so that way he can trigger his ability uh, immediately, assuming that the uh, the Jinwists don't have the same target in arc. Um, so right before he engages, he can use Notorious to give out that strain, and then he gets that mod off of his ability. So that's how I have it load out. It's a lot less offensive-wise, um, but it does give him at least um, that reroll that he can use against that strain ship. No, and you're right, and that's the traditional piece that we've seen with Gideon. Yeah. Um, and, and, and you know, you could still fit Notorious in here if you drop concussion missiles, missiles down to like a cluster missile um, or an ion missile or something like that. You, you could drop that down two points, get rid of Discipline, put Notorious and Deadman switch on there if you yeah. wanted. Um, yeah, that's true. So I actually like that better, actually. Yeah, you're right. Uh, so that was my my Vader list that I wanted to try out. Nice, nice. So the next one here, uh, this one is, let's see. Yeah, this one is your scum list that you have here. Um, so you got the, you got Cad Bane in the Rogue Class Starfighter with Fearless Proton Cannon, which is that new cannon that came out with the ship. Tracking Fob, Xanadu Blood Title with IG-88D and Proton Bombs. Uh, Non-Lum also in the Rogue Class with Elusive Sync Laser, uh, Ion Missiles, Dead Man Switch, and Engine Upgrade. And then the Mandalorian with Fearless Notorious L337, Kira, HLC, Greedo, tracking fob and the razor crest title and then to round off the list is ahav um in the mining guild tie with juke and targeting computer yep and the the ahab build i'm not sold on but i kind of am because are you going to invest your time killing ahab unless he's by himself right like i i feel in competitive play you don't go after ahab and if you don't i'm just going to juke you so it's almost like i have a three dice shot Right, you know, like to some extent, because I'm able to turn one of your, one of your evades down, and force you to start using mods. Um, I will say I'm not again, I'm not 100 sold on on the Ahab, but I the the three point piece, like you the, you can't put Kanan in there anymore. So I don't know if you would put another three point Hawk and want it. I I just I don't I don't know. I I felt Ahab being able to go through rocks and debris. Is just a million times better without having to deal so, with it. That is actually a really good way because um, the way I actually had a similar list with this uh, for Ahab is feedback array, dead man switch, and electronic baffle. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> just I'm going to make sure them. he dies. <laughs> yeah. That's guaranteed that's, two damage. That, yeah. and that's fair. That's that's not bad. I, that's not a horrible logic in in that but it's like a little bomb you could also just take the two point ship to be a bomb too if you want it then the stupid yeah, auto true. drone um yeah. <laughs> and so the the mandalorian the thing on that sold on is a heavy laser cannon i just didn't know what else to do with the four points i felt tracking fob deserves a better another chance and i say that because we're gonna see smaller ship count lists i believe and therefore tracking fob becomes more important and I'll give it an example. Like I played um, on 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 Saturday. Was it Saturday? What's today? Sunday? Yeah. So yesterday I played um, the droids you're not looking for, right? And and yeah. tracking fob at the first game didn't mean anything, but the second game when the guy had to come over to engage me, all of a sudden meant something. So now not only did I have Cad Bane, but I had tracking fob, and so tracking fob existed 
to um, start deterring, you know, everybody else from being able to be able to take it. Though, Electronic Baffle is the OP card, by the way, for the droids you're not looking for. Just yeah. as an FYI, if you didn't know this, you 100% should take it and it should be an, an included upgrade. Um, the same so, way is like you could change out your crew. I'm not a scum player, so like crew wise, I didn't know what to put on there. But IG-88 seemed pretty decent to put on there because getting two calculates I can use versus one focus token, if yes. you do decide to try to take him off the board, just seemed a little bit better, personally. The other thing I would consider over HLC and Greedo is the Mandalorian optics, um, just so you can system phase lock a rock if you need to go over it and ignore it with Kira. Um, and that gives you at least maneuver options there. You uh, can't but take Mando so optics. The Mandalorian? Yeah. Can. Can. Oh, the Mandalorian. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yes. the okay. Mandalorian. I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, HLC and Greedo, and then just sacrifice that for Mandalorian optics just so you can combo that with Kira in a pinch if you need to escape um, or just go through something. And, um, and I don't know. That's I would dump Fearless before I dump Greedo. And I, I, I'm sorry. Well, I think Greedo's insanely good. On Mando. He, he is. It's just, you know, if you're doing an HLC shot, right? You know, yeah, you're right. It's worthless. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So you so can dump that, HLC. I, I'm okay with, I think you, at that point, you take HLC and Fearless off, put Mando Optics on there. And then and you have Predator. three. And then you yeah, put Predator or Marksmanship yeah. or Elu Elusive. Elusive is probably pretty good too, actually. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, would, I would probably put Elusive on there. Um, yeah. Or you could put, you could put, uh, oh, you don't have enough points. Oh, well. I say you you could put um, contraband, but I, I I have the fee. Oh, you wait, you get contraband for free. Never mind. That's why I didn't put that on there. You get it for free. So yeah, so, yes. So you you that's what you do. You 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 put elusive. I would put elusive on there all day long. Yeah, I think. Nice. Yeah, solid yeah. list. Actually, I, I actually might have to like, practice out with that. Now, um, scrolling down to the next scum list, this was my attempt to make a Cad Bane list, and this is something that was done on the fly. Um, so starting off with Cad Bane, we have them with Fearless, uh, Cluster Missiles, Contraband Cybernetics, Over 2 Modulators, the Xanadu Blood Title, and Four Lom Crew. Um, and then uh, we have two Hawks. Uh, the first one is Paylob with Fearless, the Mandalorian crew, Dead Band Switch engine upgrade, and the Moldegrove title. Uh, Gamut Key with Trick Shot, uh, Munitions Failsafe just to fill out the point and engine upgrade. Uh, Lighten Ashera with Elusive, Munitions Failsafe, and Cluster Missiles. And then uh, Captain Seawar with Trick Shot and Cluster Missiles and Precision Ion Engines there. Now, uh, specifically dealing with Cad Bane, I was trying to really maximize his ability um, uh, where he can pass off a token um, after he takes a shot. Um, pairing that up with cluster missiles, if I'm able to line that up, I can forelom the first shot, and then um, that will give me two ion tokens. And then the first ship will take the first ion token that I used, and then the second ship that I've sh shot at takes the second ion token that I've given out. So now in one attack, forelom is giving out two ion tokens to two separate ships, and now they're they're stuck Wait, doing that. Uh, ion okay, hold on, hold on. Can you back up? How does sure. it give out to two different ships? Cluster missiles. First attack, right? I call for alarm on that first attack. Uh, we resolve the 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 results of the first cluster missile shot. Trigger Cat Bane's ability at the end of that. Pass off the first of the two ion tokens that I've taken onto Cat Bane 
from Forlom, and then yeah, but, um, and to give it to that first ship. But now you have to flip your charges. What do you mean? After you perform an attack that hits, you spend two charges to transfer one of your tokens. Oh yeah, you're right. I didn't think yeah, of you, that. You can't do uh, that. Okay, okay. Dang. Okay. <laughs> still, still. I mean, still I, not. I, I don't disagree yeah. with the logic, but I'm not like. One hundred percent convinced. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dang, I didn't think about that part. Dang. Okay. Yeah, that's but, that's so, your issue. That's the issue there. Yeah, but if I absolutely positively need to eye on somebody, I mean, that's that's a pretty good way to go, I would think. And what does Pavlov do, right? He gives a second eye on if he's in range. Uh, no, you're thinking Dave's bone arm, but yeah. Um, so Pavlov is the one that steals tokens from other ships. Um, so I, I can, since we're not scoring on the first round, I think that Pavlov's uh, value has actually gone up in value because now you have time to actually stock up tokens with moldy crow um and then if they can get into range he can start stealing those additional focus tokens off of other ships and then as his action he can use the white reinforce from the mandalorian to keep himself alive and start pumping out damage as need be uh for that so having paylop with two focuses and a reinforce um, going towards the center objective with a white reinforce makes him a pretty good uh a pretty good ship to to go into centers to start contesting objectives as so, well yep go ahead. all right so i'm going to stop you just for a second can i can, mm -hmm. I, can i make an argument that you 100 percent should dump paylob for dace in this list for the pure fact that they're the same price for more loadout points you would be able to with those four loadout points be able to take ion bombs still do some of your shenanigans with it and then whenever you give that 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 um that stuff off you could immediately and this is where you, you so you okay i'm sorry i'm retelling your list you drop contraband on on cad put electronic baffle on him because it's it's actually okay. really good on him at nine health or seven health that he has it's really okay. good actually so you could pass your one ion off then you have dace that states after an enemy ship receives an ion token, they get a second they get one. Second they one. get two more. Two more. They don't get a second one. They get two more. So they get three. Okay. You can ionize a large ship with that. Or you have your ion bombs that you would put, and I would actually argue fuck trick shot and actually put ion bombs on both of them. On both of the, the hawks. With Dace, you could keep your same loadout. Dace gets four more loadout points, and you can put ion bombs on him. My argument would be I get the point of Paylob. They both can take Moldy Curl title now. They change that. Dace can take Moldy Curl title. And and if That's he fair. couldn't, I would actually argue, I would again, I would probably be a little bit more in favor of your your piece there. But because he can, I think it I think it makes a million times more sense. Just personally. Okay. I yeah, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I can actually drop Dead Man's and Engine Upgrade on Paylop for the Ion Bomb if I really wanted to, too. That would definitely you work. Could. Um, Ganmaki, um, for this, I, I put him in more as a filler ship, but he does have the ability to at least provide CAD with an additional token, or at least help him uh, state, keep a couple of those tokens before he goes and engage. 
Um, so I think that's a, a pretty good one. And I put Trickshot on him just so I can keep him as a flanker, like going around uh, obstacles. And if he gets behind an obstacle, you know, he gets that extra die uh, shooting out and on defense as well. And still, hopefully, we might be able to get something off is if you're taking away tokens with Paylob and um, and uh, and Cat as well. And then Leighton Ashera, um, I'm actually really glad that this particular pilot for the M3A has come down to three points um, for it because um, using cluster missiles with munitions failsafe, you can get extra um, extra tokens, uh, evade tokens for that ship in the event that um, the dice just don't work out your way. Like if you roll complete garbage on one of your rolls, you could just munitions failsafe, recover your charge, and then get a uh, an evade token on Leighton Ashera. Uh, which is pretty good. Seavor, uh, I thought, was a pretty good one as well, um, just giving out the tractor tokens when needed. Um, just park them behind a rock um, with trick shot, and if you're able to get a... Um, actually, now that I think about it, cluster missiles doesn't work because he has no target lock. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'll, I'll drop precision ion engines for a targeting target. computer yep. and then uh, and then still get that... Um, get that trick shot off uh, with cluster missiles if that works. Uh, or even upgraded to something else maybe like a mag pulse or something um which could be pretty good so yeah yeah you could also do juke on on Seavor as well and then yeah. that gives you four points for whatever you want yeah that's good yeah absolutely i'm sorry i'm very high on juke right now yeah it's it, dropping down to six points is, is a solid buy here um, so the next list I have here is a resistance list that I made up here. Um, it's trying to like revive the old four ship, um, the old four ship archetype that I used to run. Um, so this one here, you have uh, the Heralds of Hope Poe Dameron uh, with backwards tail slide, heroic ferrosphere paint, R4 astromech, overdrive thrusters, and HLC. And just before I go to the rest of the list, I absolutely love now the the new obstacle rules because it does make backwards tail slide a little more powerful for it. So it, it, it allows you, especially with overdrive thrusters, if you have the more thinner obstacles to do a red two barrel roll, if you set it up correctly and you can end up with, let's say you do a focus barrel, you could do a focus barrel over an obstacle. Yes. You may suffer damage depending on what you get. Um, and then uh, you get an evade token for that as well. And that is just a really strong piece in a pinch where you need to outmaneuver somebody through an obstacle and give yourself a, uh, an open lane to go through. Um, Ferris, your paint as well, uh, really good defensive tech for a Poe. Uh, if your opponent decides to target lock you, they either take a stress or break their lock, uh, whichever they decide. And it could be a really uh, big boon for the rest of your list. Uh, that's really good. Ninnum no longer has access to auto blasters, but that's okay. His ability is still really, really good with elusive R4 astromech and munitions failsafe um, to uh, just round off that extra point there um, to just go in and just start shooting behind enemy lines. Uh, he's really, really good to, to just go in deep into objectives and just outmaneuver opponents. Uh, Zari Bangle, uh, also really good with heroic starboard slash and a proton rockets just go out there shoot something and then just never have to face them again and then chorus kapalum um uh, a baby payload basically gets to steal somebody's token away at initiative one and then um and then with uh l4e i can pass off the token to somebody else so 
Yep, I actually like that list. I was struggling to uh, build a resistance list when we were talking about this earlier. Um, mm -hmm. It was really hard for me. And I actually, I, I think I would fly this. I, again, you know me, I, I'm not, I think Neonub is bullshit, but um, <laughs> I, I probably would put this on the table. I, I Here, we haven't gotten to the points for resistance, and I, I don't know, like, the big issue I have is they started raising some of the costs of both those X-Wings, and I just don't understand why. Like in terms of resistance, like it just seemed kind of like a big hit for them. Um, yeah, I like that list. All right. Your next list. Next one here. Uh, another take on the um, on an old archetype with Chewie with lower initiative or a lower health uh, ships, but I actually made them a little bit stronger. This is something that was inspired by Catherine, actually, because she's a very, very big Y-Wing user. So shout out to Catherine. Um, so here I have three resistant Y-Wings with uh, with Kaz in the Fireball and then Chewie on the Falcon. Um, the resistance Y wings got a big, big buff for their loadout points because they gave them, um, pretty much 10 additional points for low wartime loadout. Um, but if you decide not to use war, uh, wartime loadout, you get a bunch of new options now available to you for, um, for those Y wings. And at three points, um, there's still a six health ship, uh, that can do a lot of work. And uh, you can do a lot of control with ion cannon turrets, just denying your opponent the ability to take objectives, particularly with like salvage or uh, assault. Or sorry, not assault, scramble. Um, so uh, Kythranali with heroic ATP, ion cannon turret, L4E, engine upgrade and targeting computer, which are both essential on this particular list because you can either boost into calculate or target lock into calculate, uh, which is really good. Uh, you got Shasa Zara with Tierfan uh, Belly Run with ATP, Ion Cannon Turret, R3 Astromech, Targeting Computer, and Engine Upgrade. Um, this particular loadout, you can take two target locks and get a Calculate. Um, and uh, and if you need to go over an obstacle, you still get that shot that you need uh, using your Ion Cannon Turret, which is still really good. Uh, Wilsla Tessio with uh, Ion Cannon Turret, MG, G, uh, excuse me, Ed 9 G8, and Targeting Computer with Engine Upgrade. You can target like a friendly on turn one, so that way you can give them a passive reroll. I would probably either give it to Kaz or to Chewie, and then I can take care of the rest later on. Um, Kazuda Ziono uh, getting a big buff with his loadout points as well, uh, with Heroic R1J5, which allows him to um, basically discard that uh, that um or uh change the the crit or repair the crit uh over to modulators targeting computer and advanced slam and then chewbacca with trick shot heroic and finn uh with engine upgrade and raise millennium falcon title uh making him really really good if with chewy you roll a single uh die on defense that's blank you add an additional blank with finn and now you can heroic those two dice on defense making chewy much more defensible and she can do a lot of work um so i think that's the, that was a um a big improvement for that so yeah yeah i think the only thing i would change the big change i would have is i'm not a big fan of r1 j5 i don't i don't i don't think the value is there um i i probably would choose a different astromech if it were me but that's i i don't know you could drop overtune and that and take a missile and an, and like an r3 and do like clusters in r3 oh yeah that's fair yeah um i like kaz i think kaz is really good does Kaz's ability only work on primary attack? 
It does, yes. And that's one of the reasons why I strayed away from adding missiles is because it is only primary. So, yeah. Yep. So, there you go. So, I, I don't know. So, that, that might be too many points to invest in it. But, again, that, that I don't know. I, I definitely am not a fan of that RJ or R1J5. I, I don't. I don't know. It's just not me. So, yeah. All right. Looks like we have a Malaris list. Yes. So, uh, one of the points updates that we have for the first order is that they reduced the cost on all the she class shuttles here. So, I think that Malaris is actually a better pilot uh, to support the first order list now um, that can shoot more than two dice. And um, because you can't use Pyre anymore, um, my next default was Terex to start providing those uh, those calculates out for free. And then Sensor Buoy Suites with Targeting Synchronizer is just chef's kiss because you can grab those target lots at the start of the engagement, and that now acts as the opening salve or the, the ability, opens the ability for the rest of your ships to shoot your ordnance at a particular ship that's near those, those buoys. And then on your opponent's side, you can either shoot the sensor buoys, which give you no points, right, and you're wasting a shot, or you can try to take out one of the ships and try to get points. And then Malaris is going to just shoot you back. And Malaris's ability um, makes the rest of your list that much, much stronger um, in trying to get like those modifications, um, giving uh, a strain out in exchange for rerolling a blank. That makes the rest of your list hit a lot more harder against those ships, especially when you consider that, you know, Ember, even though he lost his um, his slot for, or his upgrade, hole upgrade, that makes him a little more uh, complete. A cluster missile shot with Malaris you're going to be able to get hits off a lot more easier um, with that ship. Same thing with Whirlwind, uh, Backdraft, and Phasma. Um, they're going to hit a lot more harder with those ordinance and um, and get a lot more damage through. Yep, I like it. Um, and I like you use Whirlwind. So. Yeah, absolutely. I, I considered... Favorite. I considered Nightfall, but I'm like, nah, Whirlwind is just, I just so like much better. better. Yeah, by far. Oh, where's your Kyber Cup list? I don't see that in here. I, I'll put it up in a second, but go through your uh, your. So your we list. so essentially, this is the other list. I ran a version of this. Um, I ran a version of this piece of it um, in my local last week and went one and zero with it. Um, essentially, um, Cad Bane replaces uh, a Grievous, which. We could all argue whether that's good or bad. Um, I'm going to play with it, and this is what I want to do. So essentially, I have um, vultures, <coughs> two I three, with discords independence, uh, DFS zero eight one with an energy shell and independence, two helichrome, or hey or I don't know how two helichrome. That's what I'm going to call them helichrome droids with energy shells and independence. Then I have Seaver with Kraken, Impervium, and Static Discharge Veins. And then uh, from there, and actually, I think I switched out the de Static Discharge Veins, and I switched that down to um, uh, Electronic Baffle. But um, I, I've been playing around with both of them. And then Cad Bane with Notorious, Proton Cannons, False Transponder Codes, Engine Upgrade, the Title, and Bo-Katan. And I chose 
specifically chose like the Bo-Katan crew in my list because I feel it's underrated in in there. And essentially, if you're performing attack at range zero to one, you get to reroll an attack die. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I was about to ask you what it was, but yeah, no, that's that's really good. That's I can't look only re- based on what we talk about with rerolls and like Boba with rerolls. Yeah, it's not for every effing ship, but it's probably the fair version, right? Yeah, I get to do it once. I can't fit Zam on there. I almost put Zam on Cat Paint. There is enough loadout points to do it. Um, you can drop. You could put Zam and Proton Cannons on, and that's 11 and 4 is 16, and then you can't have Notorious, though, right? Because Notorious, you have to have um, the Illicit. The illicit. Yeah. So you can't do Notorious, but you I, I had played around with Cad Bane having um, the Zam crew and um, Zam crew and the Protons and then uh, Predator, but what I felt was the, the theory behind this is it just, if, if you can pop CAD, which he's only seven health, right? If you can pop him, it feels like a waste of that, a Zam and, and, and it only two dice, um, and a small ship. It just feels like it's a little bit easier. You can't, it's not like I could take Bo-Katan, um, on a gauntlet and feel good. So, yeah, that feels that, you, you do have a point there. And in, in that and being at initiative four, even if you're facing off against another initiative four, um, the possibility of you still getting killed um, first or before um, before you can actually trigger uh, Zam to be useful. Yeah, I, I can see the reason why you, you didn't go that route. So, yeah, I yeah. agree with you. Now, your thought process on HLC versus Proton Cannon. Um, when I played... When I played it, the proton cannon was more useful for the fact that it was the crit pusher for okay. the scenarios we needed to push them to drop crates or for the pure fact. And, and I'll say this because if I could push a crit into you and it's a fuel leak or a hull breach or a structural defense, right? You know, like a structural damage, all my other ships have not shot. Every one of my other ships has that ability to to now capitalize on it if they have you in arc. That's okay. the theory. HLC, I think, is 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 better in terms of that. But I found with Cad Bane at an I four, I'm not able to line up the bullseye every single time. If it okay. if he was an I six, there would not even be a, that that wouldn't be a question. You would put HLC on, on no questions asked. It wouldn't even be a thing. Um, but that, that, that proton being able to push that crit through, um, just, just the, the ability to be able to hit that crit and then be able to pass off a token. I, I mean, like me being able to hit, okay. Cad Bane is insane. And we talked about this in the show before it, me being able to push a crit through and then saying, Oh, have my stress. I mean, come on, man. Like in one yeah. turn, that's like, that beats grievous a little bit. Grievous not being able to get rid of his stress. Cad Bane, every other turn getting rid of a stress. Mm. And if you want to be cheeky, you can get you can do um uh like you could do other there's other things to get rid of some of that stress um in in scum, but not in separatist. So Okay. That was my thought process on it. 
I like yeah. your I like HLC. Don't get me wrong, and I think HLC is very important nowadays. But um, yeah, but I, I get your point though. It's just you're at I four. You're not going to be able to trigger that like all the time unless you're specifically hunting like lower initiative ships. So yeah, or a big I, base I ship that. or something like or a big that. base. Yeah, and exactly. I'll tell you, if big bases become more prevalent to the point where like we're seeing every other list have one big base or even a medium base in it, uh, we might need to reconsider putting HLC in there. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah. All right. So my Kyber list, uh, which I actually just put in right below, so you should be able to see that here. Um, so with the new points, I I was considering whether or not I wanted to leave the rebellion um, to just fly a different faction for once because I've been playing a lot of rebels recently. Um, but it's nice to stay just because um, you know faction prices and stuff. So what I have currently right now is a five ship list. Now I was really torn on what I was going to fly because there's a lot of different options um, for similar points costs. I wanted to go something heavy. Uh, originally I had like a, a hammer list with uh, Wedge, Luke, uh, Hera, and another A-Wing. Um, but I, I settled on this just because they're all initiative four and I could get five ships inside of the list and I have a pretty good amount here. So starting off with Dutch, uh, tier Fun belly run with ion cannon turret cluster missiles and r3 astromech uh just getting um you know as many shots off as possible with dutch i can um make them either control piece or a good offensive piece at close range with cluster missiles um can be pretty good uh jake farrell with elusive predator and the thread tracers um just for filler and if um it, it's not a key point but there wasn't anything else i really wanted to add on to jake um that was four points and I felt that he's pretty good with that, especially since he has director cannons. He should be okay. Uh, Wedge Antilles in the A-Wing with Predator um, and Proton Rockets. Uh, I know that his ability only triggers on primary, but having that big um, that big hit potential with a Proton Rocket is pretty good. And then Wedge following up with his, um, with his ability later on uh, for follow-up shots. Still very, very strong. Uh, Shara Bay with Predator, Concussion Missiles, and Vectored Cannons. Um, and then Colby Sperado in the T-65 with Predator, R4 Astromech to make those hard two uh, uh, turns blue and Contraband Cybernetics uh, to round off the list. Um, so having five ships there, uh, all of them can go fairly fast and ha each have a, a pretty good amount of, uh, of uh, offensive potential uh, with Jake being a very good um, pre-move coordinator. Um, if not, he can support with target locks as needed. And if you do decide to go chase him, um, he'll be elusive up with a focus. So he's 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 good. Cool. Well, I think that <clears throat> I think that does it for the list. I mean, we could go through points, but um, I, I don't know. I I think at this point, you know, the big thing here, right, is the the fact that we have been list creating, we have been doing a lot of this. Um, and I don't know, I feel, I don't know. I feel that this is a really good step into list building. And maybe, maybe what we could do is look at Republic and, um, is that the one we missed? We only miss Republic. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. Republic. So just to, now that we've, we've kind of completed like different lists that we've, we built across most of the factions, like with the exception of Republic, um what are your thoughts so far on the on the points changes as as you were like doing your list building how did it feel across the board um i felt a million times better 
personally, um, I feel the Separatists got a bump, personally. And I think that, to me, that creates a a little bit more fair piece. What I did not like <laughs> is Resistance. I felt Resistance got a little bit nerfed, um, personally. Um, I like that Republic got nerfed, and I feel like I can play Rebel again. Like, I don't feel dirty playing Rebel or overwhelmed. Like, a lot of the reasons I don't like, I don't play Scum all the time, JJ, is because of the fact that, like, for me, Scum can be a very overwhelming faction. Like, it, it really can. Rebels also feels the same way. Like, I don't know why I don't feel that in Empire, but I don't, I don't get that out of Empire the same way I get it out of those two factions. And I just feel less overwhelmed in Rebel. And I don't feel like I have to be that dirty, dirty player. You know, I just, excuse me, man. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know what that was. Um, so wait. for for me, um, just going through all the list building that, um, that I've gone through, because I, I was really considering like what I was going to replace my list for in Kyber Cup. Um, the, the factions feel a lot more balanced. Um, now, I do disagree slightly um, with your take on resistance. I think actually resistance did get a buff for everything else except the, T6, the T70 X-Wing. You're absolutely right on that. The T70s did get a bit of a, a, a nerf in their power in terms of like um, the amount of X-Wings they can fit on the list. I mean, ideally, you can fit for the lower... Um, the lower t70 x-wings in a list and you know call it a day but it doesn't feel as as strong which is fine because you can only fit uh, four fangs in a list now um but beyond that having additional options in the y wings having additional options in the a wings to fill it out having the pods come back um, to be more viable in a list build uh, potential and still be effective uh rose is still a very good coordinator finn still can be good for his cost um, and you do have different options that you can load out with. I mean, uh, I was actually surprised I was able to fit Chewy in a five ship list, uh, with the Y wings, um, that do very, very well. Um, so, and that's something that I'm actually excited to try out as well as my, my four ship list, um, with, uh, with Poe and Ninum. So I, I feel excited to actually try them out again. Um, and part of that excitement is because the nerf that they've given to, to the to the the republic uh both in the rules changes and in the points cost for a lot of their jedis um and the loss of a lot of the slots for those uh delta sevens feel is something that i'm not having to worry about now when i'm list building um i like i don't have to be like well i'm gonna get you know my list can be fair against other um other factions other lists that are going to be common but you know if i face off against jedis i'm pretty sure that i'm going to lose that game no matter what and i don't feel that way anymore with the republic um when i'm building with like resistance lists or with cis lists anymore because i feel like they got a, a hell of a bump um with this last points update um auto blaster being gone that was that was a a, a good call um, same thing with trajectory similar being gone. That was a good call as well. Definitely um, nerfed the B-Wings a lot, which needed to be done. And I can look to other ships in the Rebellion now that I wasn't looking at before because while the B-Wings are still te technically okay um, with, uh, with doing double taps with cannons, 
they're not as strong as they once were. They don't have the same tools to make them oppressive to the point of where they were. And you, you're now considering other ships to build with. So, um, so you can have a lot more options in the, the rebellion. Yeah. And I agree. I think that's, that's the big thing here, right? Is that we don't, we have, we have what we want. We have what we could play and we have what feels more fair, you know? Um, and I think that's kind of where we go from here is where does it feel more fair? Where does it not? This is yeah. where it feels a lot more fair. Um, I am not happy that I lost uh, prior, but I, I understand why. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Commander Prior. But I mean, we'll see too. Like, what else they're gonna do um, with the the new scenario packs that are coming out here uh, for Mini Extravaganza? I'm excited to see what else is gonna be done for the game, and um, and I, I just hope that a they're good enough and balanced enough. That's the most important thing. Balanced enough to the point where it also makes you now consider other pilots that you weren't considering before because they could be good in that particular scenario. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So um, I think we could wrap it up here. We are going to do a universe extended show uh, that we will be doing here in about three minutes. So I'm going to take a, a three second break to use the restroom. <laughs> Um, if you don't mind, JJ. Yeah. And we yep, are going to be talking all about the first two episodes of the book. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right. Not that one. <laughs> I was going to say again. Kenobi. <laughs> no, this kidding. I'm just messing with you. Yeah. We're going to be talking about Obi-Wan Kenobi, and we're going to be talking about the first two episodes. So if you have not seen them, do not stick around. If you have seen them, stick around. We will be talking shit. We'll be talking good things. Well, Chris is going to be more negative than you than you would think, especially after Charles admitted on stream that he was um, <coughs> Tanner was correct here. Um, but um, <laughs> just as a recap, if, if if do not do not miss our show next week, we have a, a, enough another amazing announcement that we're going to be having. If you have not signed up and you live in the Orlando area or know people that live in the Orlando area and want to join our PPS con. Join us on July 9th. We are having an in-person tournament um, with Dion from GSP streaming for us. And we're doing everything in our effort to get Tanner down there. So if you have a way to get me down there, let me know. I, I gotta I might have to disappoint the kids. I don't I don't know how that's gonna work. But if you have a way and you want to help fund getting Tanner down there to commentate on GSP, um it has been a commitment that I can help commentate on their stream. Or maybe I'll play and beat, see if I can beat Charles. That'd be kind of fun. I've never played against Charles um, other than at our, <laughs> our con. And he hates separatists. So um, so announcement number one. Announcement number two is uh, we uh, we will not be back on Wednesday to stream games. We are going to be doing Kyber Cup stuff again. So if you would like your Kyber Cup stream or you know somebody that is doing Kyber Cup, please let us know. I cannot do a three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> but I could probably do a five or a six. Um, but if you want your Kyber cup stream game streamed, let us know. We'll happily stream them um, going forward with that. Um, anything I missed JJ? Uh, XTC, XTC will be coming up soon too, uh, coming up here at the end of June. Um, so we'll also be trying to look to stream those games as well. If you happen to be on one of those teams and want us to stream your games, let us know. We'll be glad to, uh, stream your games uh, of course just let us know and we can work the time out yeah and we were looking before like i said at at streaming um games uh for ourselves but if there's gonna be enough online content we we might just stream those games instead 
With that being said, if you want to stick around for spoilers, give me five minutes. In five minutes, I will be right back. We will be talking about the book of Obi-Wan Kenobi and why it is so much better than Boba Fett. Um, with that being said, we'll be back. Give me five minutes. We'll be back and we'll be talking spoilers and trash. And in this, you can say whatever the hell you want. There is no content warning on this. Anyway, we'll be back. Have a good night. Thank you for joining us on the syndicate. Have a good night, everyone.